name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 119. And in this episode, we are going to discuss Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. And I don't know why I thought this, but when I started watching this, I was like, oh, this is from the 80s. I thought this was like some random, like, early 2000s movie i don't fucking know why <laughs> i just never watched it and i just kind of always saw like the tile and i mm-hmm. just didn't know anything about it other than it was a christmas slasher so right i don't know why i thought that i i also kind of thought it was one of those like fucking sorority movies somebody tried to rip out black christmas again <laughs> and da 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 but now there there are a plethora of silent night deadly night movies i'm gonna say like five or six of them so there might be one that's newer that maybe you're thinking of that i don't know if it has anything to do with sorority though yeah and it, i don't know why maybe i just always wrote it off because i was like <laughs> oh it's another one of those movies so when i saw it, it was like an 80s when some this one dude just goes crazy in a santa suit i was like oh okay like we're it's a little different now I will say it kind of there were quite a few things where I was like that feels a little black Christmassy Mm -hmm. but I think there is another one called like Silent Night Bloody Night but that's a 70s one and I don't it doesn't really matter but I I get 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 them all confused but right this one is a like I said 1984 slasher film and it was it had a pretty small budget, I guess, for the eight, 750000 but I know there's a lot of people around Christmas that really do watch and love this one. It has a cult following, mm-hmm. and it did get a series. And, okay, mm-hmm. it got a loose remake in 2012. I just read that. Okay, okay. so that's the... That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I just didn't realize it was in... Or maybe I did, but, yeah. So, this is actually... I've only watched two Christmas movies so far, and they've both been (laughs) horror Christmas films. And this one was much better than Ginger Dead Man 2, which you you would like to join our Patreon. will come out shortly, which that was a ride. (laughs) Right. So just a little teaser there. But I I just, it's been real hard to get into the Christmas spirit this year because, you know, we're selling our house and stuff, so I don't have decor up. But this one was much easier to get into than Ginger Dead Man, too, let me tell you. Agreed. It does feel very Christmassy because it does. Santa murdered a bunch of people in a Santa suit. So that's pretty (laughs) Christmassy, you know? Exactly. And it's not like he just has a Santa suit. It is around Christmas. So you're getting the lights and the decorations and all of that stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, this poor kid, though, like, oh, my God, this poor fucking kid. I know that he's our antagonist, technically, but like the whole time you're like, is it really his fault? Like, fucking a. Re- I mean, it. it is, I guess, but like, also... I'm trying not to go on a religious thing here, but oh my God. Also, I have a question when we get to like the nun stuff. So we'll get there. Also, the production company was called Sleigh Ride Productions. And I didn't do any research, but if there's just like a whole production company that just does like Christmas thrillers or like slashers, or if maybe they just did this, I don't know. But So this movie was actually supposed to be named Sleigh Ride. It was named Sleigh Ride until the producers changed it like the last minute so that's it was probably made for this movie oh so maybe the sleigh ride productions just did all of the 
Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. yeah. Let's see. Playwright. Yeah, there's not much. Like when you, it just comes up with Silent Night, Deadly Night mm-hmm. when you Google them. So, you know, that's probably all it is for, just like you said. So, yeah. So there's a Santa murderer, but there's two Santa murderers actually in this film. The first one you get is this fan. Can you hear that beeping? Okay, well, it stopped. Mm-mm. Our neighbors have a van <laughs> that has the safety beep, beep, beep every time it backs up. Mm. No, I tried to listen. I couldn't hear anything. Okay, good. Well, it's gone now. Anyways, So this family, it is a mom, dad, and two kids. And the two kids are brothers. And one of them is like older. I'd say like what? Like what is he? Five? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's still young, like, but the other one's a baby. Yeah, the other one's like in a car seat like yeah i'd say like less than one and but like not newborn and then the other one is like five years old which is billy i feel like every kid in an 80s movie is named billy named billy yeah like or ricky which is his little brother's name yeah yeah and they go to see his grandfather who's like in a catatonic state except for when the family leaves to and he like turns to billy and says that like Christmas is terrible and Santa Claus is scary. Right. And then they come back out and he goes back to his like catatonic state. This guy just doesn't want to talk to anybody. Me. He's just faking it. That's going to be me as an old person. I agree. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about this at work before. Like, you know, we have those like patients in their 90s. We had a 99 year old today, by the way. Oh my goodness. Got soap in her eye. And I was like, why? I would not. I just wash that shit out and move on with my life, you know? (laughs) But she, I would in my 90s or whatever i would not ever go to doctor's appointments i wouldn't do anything i'm like no it is not worth it at this point like i am miserable and that's kind of how he like he's just like pretending to be catatonic so people don't fuck with him except apparently (laughs) to traumatize his grandson yeah he's one of those funnel guys i had an uncle like that though for real he was like oh my god like he didn't traumatize us but he only like spoke to me to like be honoring you know like off. <laughs> I never liked him <laughs> but he t- basically tells him that Santa Claus will only give presents to children who have been good and punishes the ones who have been naughty and that theme just like goes through the entire movie like have you been good or have you been naughty but like to the point of like deep-rooted trauma right that the nuns just perpetuate yes which yes, they do. <laughs> does too like with hell and stuff but whatever Mm-hmm. not whatever but you know just not get into that too much a little bit little little sprinkles here and there <laughs> so they leave the nursing home and then there is a scene like a little caveat scene of a santa claus robbing a convenience store he doesn't get as much as he wants so he pulls over on the side of the road to lure someone and so they stop for him and this is why nobody picks up hitchhikers anymore Right. I see, I've seen hitchhikers on the side of the road and I'm like, oh, yeah, nobody's going to pick you up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Everybody's exactly. going to think you're a murderer. Like, right. And it's because of shit like this. They pl- And Billy's freaking out in the backseat about Santa. So they see him and they're like, "Ooh, Santa Claus, let's show Billy. And he's like, no, 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 no. Please don't tell me. <laughs> we should not. And he even tells them, like, hey, Grandpa talked to me. And they actually are like, well, he wouldn't have a reason to lie. So I'm like, these parents are cool as shit. They're like, they're like nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they do pull over to the Santa. And the Santa doesn't even, like, try to just, like, low-key carjack them and leave them on the side of the road. 
no 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 because this is an 80s slasher that's kind of campy he fucking right. murders the dad just shoots him and then he he doesn't sorry but trigger warning yeah. i guess but like it's a woman yeah carjacking. he doesn't like rape her or like it's implied he rips her top there's so much boob in this for no reason by the way so much like literally no reason there's no like there is i guess a little like one sex scene kind of but like not really it's really weird rips off her top just so you see her boobs but then he like kills her in front of billy who has run off into the woods and then he like kind of looks for billy and then he doesn't find him but both the boys survive so he basically just watched both of his parents get murdered in front of him and then it cuts to him and his brother in an orphanage three years later and it's christmas time because this whole movie is set in different time frames but they're all at christmas time because trauma you know <laughs> right and which is kind of ridiculous because when you see him in the orphanage he's got a red and green striped fucking scarf and i'm like does that not fuck with you also like nobody mother superior runs the like mother superior is just like a term right that doesn't mean that's yes, yeah that's, that's the head nun yeah yeah, yeah. and obviously like you just said so mother superior is a super strict like mm -hmm. he believes in very strict discipline no feelings like she strikes to like you know corporal punishment is like her jam yeah just, typical nun from the 70s which absolutely. is belt mm -hmm. and she like forces billy to like play with other children but or excuse me to be away from other children but sister there's sister margaret over here on the side that is like really in tune to billy's emotional needs but see this is the 70s and we don't give a fuck about trauma at all and like i feel like i know that this is for like a campy 80s slasher and we're setting this child up to become a killer that's obviously very clear Mm -hmm. I don't feel like this is like that far off though do you know what I mean it's not I mean honestly how many serial killer stories have we heard that started out this way yeah like maybe not with Santa maybe not in an orphanage but grown up terribly without their parents where they're verbally abused by elders or physically abused or emotionally abused by their peers you know things like that it's all those things especially in the 70s and 80s where we didn't care about mental health or ptsd or any of that shit any trauma at all we didn't believe it was a thing so of course that's when we get the fucking you know john wayne gacy and ted bundy and so yeah yeah it's like the mother superior is like literally santa claus comes into the orphanage on christmas day and she's like you're gonna sit on his lap and he watched a santa claus murder his family in front of his eyes and obviously he's not ready for that so he punches the santa claus and he gets in so much trouble and he's scared he's up in his room like cowering because he's been naughty because he punched santa now santa's gonna fucking kill him rocking back and forth yeah in his yeah. room and and that's kind of like the i know this is like this movie is really it's not that deep but like it actually is so mm -hmm. like the theme of that movie is not really trying it's just trying to be like and this this and this caused him to be a crazed killer but it's like 
But see that whole mentality of like, just face your fears and buck up and rub some dirt Mm -hmm. in it. That has caused so much damage. And now as like millennials are being parents and things like that, some of them are taking that mentality into their parenting, which is really unfortunate instead of going to therapy, they're just like having kids. And, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there, a lot of that is being undone because we're actually like looking into research and you know moving that into our parenting and trying to make sure that we are nurturing healthy children and taking care of ourselves and our mental health Mm -hmm. and there's obviously just more research but that's really unfortunate because that's what was done to our parents and to the generation before us generation x i think they are Mm-hmm. So super unfortunate. And that's what happens to Billy. They try to make him face this horrible fear. And it just, you know, it, from there, basically this scene, we jump to him being what, like 18 or something like that. Yeah. 10 years later. We're in 1984, and now Sister Margaret is still with him. She's shown him a lot of kindness and a lot of empathy, but unfortunately, Mother Superior is also her superior. And doesn't allow her to coddle him, essentially. It's not even really coddling. It's just being a decent human being. But Right. Like, how hard is it to just not make him sit on Santa's lap? That's, like, nothing. Like, if somebody is literally traumatized by Christmas, don't take the Christmas away from the other children, but allow him time to step away from that. Yeah. Or go get him a fucking shrink. Like, I even know the shrink <laughs> right? at that point weren't that great. Like, we'll just probably shock him. But, I'm not, you know, like... Or just talk to him, talk him through it. Something like at least right. Sister Margaret is trying, but Mother Superior is like, "No, nah, I'm a beat him." Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And not only did he already have a good versus naughty complex, Mother Superior continuously calls him naughty, so that just continues to drive that home. Yeah, especially there's a point around Christmas when he's younger in the orphanage, he sees two older kids that are fooling around in like a broom closet area. And he's peeking through the hole, the keyhole, because he's a kid and he's curious. And Mother Superior comes over and scares the fuck out of him, beats the crap out of those two kids. And now he's like, okay, sex is bad. Like, I've already seen my mom's boobs and then she was killed. Now I see these people fooling around and they're beaten. Okay, sex is terrible. Which is honestly also, I made a note about that. Not that far off from the truth because of purity culture. Like that is exactly what that is sex is dirty sex is naughty Mm -hmm. and that's what that was because they were naked like it doesn't look like they were having sex it looks like they were just kind of laying there and like fooling around yeah kissing making out maybe they were going to or maybe they had just finished but they were yeah exactly and that's exactly sex is bad sex is naughty and you literally get killed or beaten for it so right you know and at the very least Christianity is just my experience, but this is prominent in other religions too. You're dirty, you're unclean, you're there are, you know, purity talks in even secular schools of you're a chewed mm-hmm. piece of gum and a man won't want you. So, you know, just <laughs> during these orphanage scenes, it's funny because I literally like Googled how to be a foster parent in the state of Colorado. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah, I, I've talked about that before, but like, you know, sometimes you just got to like relook it up because you're just like, okay, I know that the system has much improved, obviously. And this is a dramatization again in a campy 80s slasher movie, but it honestly, the system is, was broken and still has a long way to go. So, 
Yeah, it's no. actually interesting that you say that because I have finished the trial of Gabriel Fernandez recently. Oh God! Yes, it, I it was heartbreaking. Done. Yeah, I heartbreaking. Amazing, sad. But as I'm watching it, Connor was listening to it, but he wasn't watching it. But he and I were both back and forth, like maybe we should foster. Like we should really just foster. We should look into fostering the whole time. Yeah, actually, there's an agency here in Colorado that I looked into that I really, really like, and they are. I like screenshotted it and I was like, okay, that's where I want to go. Like whenever I decide to do this, cause we've talked about before, like if I ever decide to have kids, it'll definitely be through adoption in one mm-hmm. way or another, whether that be through the foster care system or private adoption agency, but private adoption agencies are kind of ass, not going to lie. Knowing like, I'm not going to get into all of it, but like some of them won't let you adopt unless you can prove that you are like infertile. And it's like, well, what if that's my first option is adoption, mm-hmm. you know, right. but yeah, there was like agency that I found that was like really cool. So now like because of this movie, I was like looking into all of that because this is <laughs> really fucked. And yeah, the system like I've recently seen some stories of adults that are not even that old that came out of some really terrible things in the system. But mm-hmm. anyways, this is just a Christmas slasher. <laughs> <and> I- <laughs> We're getting deep with it. I know. That I'm not surprised, but especially right. with religion and orphans. That's right. Like, you know. I even said, like, I mean, I know it's like just a dumb 80s Christmas slacker, <laughs> but I'm so mad, like, yeah. because of this poor kid's trauma, because I know, like, it is a real problem, but... Yeah, these two little boys just needed a family to take them in and let them ignore Christmas and send them to a therapist. <laughs> that's it. And they never got that. No. They never got a family. No. So 10 years later, he's getting a job. Sister Margaret's helping him get a job. He's fairly attractive. Seems to be doing better montage. We get an 80s like music and he's stocking a toy store. And first of all, Sister Margaret, just think about this for a second. We love Sister Margaret. We stand. But I know that he, it sounds like that she's tried to get him lots of jobs and it just hasn't worked out. And so she goes to this toy store and she's like, hey, we will, you know, he'd be a great stockroom boy because he's like, you know, big burly 18 year old. And the toy store owner is like, oh yeah, because, you know, big burly 18 year old, totally fair. But poor sister Margaret is not like thinking ahead, you know, about what happens at a toy store at Christmas. Fucking Santa Claus comes. You know, right. He comes to the toy store to hang out with the children. And even if there wasn't a physical like person playing Santa Claus at the toy store, there's still going to be like an abundance of like Christmas decor. And oh, my God, their their whole store is covered in windows and all of that stuff is covered in Christmassy painting stuff. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. all around him. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to escape that in any retail, but yeah. like, I feel like at a clothing retailer, it would be like a little bit better than like a toy, a toy store. store. <laughs> yeah, like what is more Christmassy than a toy store? Mm-hmm. Especially in the 80s when we didn't have, right? you know, this whole like holiday ambiguity thing. Right. Like we don't really in the United States. It's Christmas, let's be real. But you know what right. I mean? Like, that's a little bit less Christmas than it was. <laughs> You know, we're a little bit more sensitive to holidays, but he is doing well for a little while. And then it gets yeah, around. Yeah, he does good. Yeah. And that's, we get the 80s bump in music and he's doing good. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Our montage. Yeah. And he's even like developing a crush on his coworker, Pamela. 
And he starts to get sexual thoughts, but then all of a sudden he starts to get these horrible like flashbacks and nightmares because of like what you mentioned before, the sex leads to the murder, which Mm -hmm. unfortunately he can't think of boobies without thinking of murder and trauma, which is just so sad. Like It is so sad, especially for like an 18 year old kid. Like that's all you want. And instead he's like death. You can't have one thing, which is sex, which is great. And (laughs) just have that one thing. (laughs) Like even if like this is kind of crude, but like this kid can't even like masturbate or do anything like pleasurable at all because he literally can't even think about it. Right. That is so sad. God. Anyways. And that's what he's just trying to do. He's just trying to have his own little moment in his own head, and he can't. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of seeing as it gets closer to Christmas Day, he's starting to sp- spiral a little bit, which is not surprising because they've mentioned as it gets closer to Christmas, like every Christmas he struggles, which is like fair. Like if you've had any sort of major event in your life, like death especially, you know when it gets around that time of that death, it is it weighs heavier on you. It's more difficult. It brings up those memories and that trauma. And then you can breathe again, like a a week after, you know, it's, it's just a little harder. Right. But fucking Santa, the person that plays Santa at this store calls out on Christmas Eve and they ask Billy to play Santa and instead of being like, oh, no, no, I, I can't fucking do that. Right? That's literally my first note. I can't believe he got far enough to put the fucking suit on. Literally can't believe it. I mean, there have been other things where he just, like, can't. You know what I mean? Like, he can't yeah. even get near Santa. Like, he saw the Santa in the store and, like, fell backwards into a display and had to leave. Yeah. So he that put the fucking thing on? No. no and then no. looked at himself in the mirror and was, like, traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so funny, though, because, like, a kid sat on his lap and he was whispering, like, the good <laughs> and naughty thing to her. And he's just, like, just traumatizing kids all willy-nilly. <laughs> I know. And the parents are like, oh, my God, he makes them sit so well. And I'm like, bitch, you're going to get home to a crying child. That's what you're getting. And he's just, like, whispering in their <laughs> ear about, like, I'm going to cry. Like, just, like, these horrible things about Santa. He's not saying he's going to, like, murder them, but, like, it's not good. Yeah, no. So that night... Like, after closing and everything, they have, like, a Christmas Eve party where they all just get fucking smashed, like, wasted. Mm-hmm. Just get lit. And I, he's obviously not doing well. <laughs> like, clearly. Right. He's terrified of Santa, and now he is Santa. Now, I will say, I think I would rather be the killer than be hunted. You know? like For sure. If I, I'm not saying, like... If, if this was my trauma and I had to put on my killer's, like, suit, like, okay, well, at least, you know, he's not coming after you because you're in the suit. You know what I mean? Right. Especially this one because he kills brutally. Like, there are some in the – a fucking box cutter through your abdomen? No. No, 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 no. Yeah. But what I do really like about this movie, and we're about to get into the actual, like, killing part. Well, there was killing at the beginning, but that's what started it all. His rampage, he has so many different weapons. It's not like he mm-hmm. is like Jason or Michael. Eye. Exactly. He goes through so, just takes whatever is available and he kills with it. Mm-hmm. Which I really liked too. Yeah. yeah. He ha- he actually, like, there's several instances where he's, like, looking around at what can he use and then he just uses it. So, mm-hmm. which is cool. And so that night, he had to play Santa. 
And his girl went off with one of his other coworkers who's already been mean to him, and it's murdering time. It's like <laughs> set him off. Now, right? There's this other coworker that's I wouldn't I would say I guess he's his manager, but he is clearly not doing well. And he's like, I'm gonna tell on you, man, man, man. And that was before, like a little before this, goes off with Pamela into the employee stock room. And basically starts to, like, try to uh, rape her. Yeah. It's terrible. And so terrible. Honestly, he goes back. His name is Andy. And he tries to rape her. And at first, she's, like, okay with kissing him. But then, like, this is just, like, his last straw. He sees this because her shirt is ripped open. So this, like, triggers him into, like, the abyss. Like, he's done. This is it. Now he's the Santa Claus killer. He has become yeah. who he saw as a child. But it takes forever for him to fucking trans, like, change trans over. End. Yeah. Yes. It takes him forever. Like, you're hearing her fight in the background. No, don't. Don't do that. You're hearing all of that while he's sitting there going through all these pictures and naughty and all that. But it's taking forever. And you're like, dude, she's going to get fucking raped. Hurry it up. Yeah, and he goes back there and he sees it and he hangs Andy with a string of Christmas lights and stabs. Yeah. yeah. So well, before I get to the stabbing, he hangs Andy with a string of Christmas lights. And honestly, if I was Pamela, I'd be like, and she sees it and she is horrified that he has killed him. And I'd be mm -hmm. like, thank you very much. Uh, right. The world is now down a rapist and I'm totally cool with that. And would you like to go on a date with me? Like she's under exactly. no obligation to like go on a date with him. But I'm just saying like, I would be totally cool if somebody like caught that horrible situation and I was the one in that situation and then they mm -hmm. killed him. I'd be like, cool. Thank you. I totally agree. But instead she freaks out and starts screaming and all Calling this shit. And like it's like, a name girl <laughs> he was the one that was trying to do that to you and he just took care of it and honestly mm -hmm. another rapist out of the world you're welcome good riddance yeah uh, exactly she's and i understand like you just saw someone murdered i totally get it like that's that can be traumatizing even if it was they deserved it but you just saw him murder somebody so maybe don't freak out on the killer either just saying like i totally you know when and when we say freak out we mean like she calls him names yeah like, and not just like oh my god why it's like she calls him horrible things because he did that right and so she gets stabbed with the box cutter oh through the abdomen though like a box cutter that's gonna do nothing other than just be so fucking painful for so long mm. yeah and then like the owner and one of the other employees the is like super wasted like oh, yeah. super lit and he hears commotion in the back and he goes to check and like just when he's about to leave the stock room billy murders him with a hammer to the head and that so like i said like several now we have a string of lights a hammer a box cutter and then he turns off the store's lights and the manager is like trying to figure out what's going on but she figures out because she sees the dead owner and tries oh to call God. the cops i was screaming at the tv for this part <laughs> screaming yeah. at the tv i was like throw something through the it's all windows around you fucking don't go to the phone just fucking throw something through the goddamn window but imagine having to be wasted and outsmart a killer though 
But you know she I mean? fucking does it. Like, I was screaming at the TV. I'm like, my bitch! She fucking does it. She fucking hides from him and then bails out and tries to break a window. I was so proud of her. She doesn't make it. She dies. But she yeah. tries. She, she tries to outsmart him. She grabs his axe and tries to throw it through the window. But he grabs this toy bow and arrow. I know. <laughs> which, what kind of... 80s non-regulated toy. Hey, I mean, they had lawn darts like back then. I've heard about them, but fucking darts that you just throw up in the air and hope it doesn't land in your fucking eye. <laughs> like it's crazy I, back then. I had a bow and arrow as a kid, but the tip was like not like Nerf, like Nerf stuff. Basically, like we shot into hay like bales of hay that's the only way it would stick to anything because there was no point on it you know what i mean like they were real wood but they were like yeah so what kind of fucking 80s bullshit but it fucking (laughs) goes straight through her and kills her and i'm like what kind of fucking toy (laughs) oh she fucking tried though i was so proud of her yeah she took his axe but like she should have axed him first but like i get it like you're not thinking you're just trying to like get out because it's fight or flight and she's clearly in flight she's like get out but my ass would have been like i'm gonna axe you in the face (laughs) then i'm gonna (laughs) axe the window or something like if i can't get the axe out of your face because that's a very possible thing i will just there's got to be some toy in here that's heavy right there's like a santa patch next to you with all that fake snow and fake santas over there there's got to be somebody heavy enough to pitch through a window exactly kick, it, kick the fucking window axe him in the face know. get out the window <laughs> in like, the face you're the manager you have to have keys somewhere in this store like take care of him and then you got you have keys somewhere right in the meantime sister margaret figured out that he has taken this temporary role of santa and she's like oh no he's gonna kill everyone <laughs> like right she knows that this is not good so he leaves after he's killed everyone and then shortly after that sister margaret walks in there and he's she's like oh yeah he fucking murdered everyone like they're all dead and she's like fuck so she goes to the cops and she's trying to like help them figure it out and the cops are on the trail but now he's just on a tirade yes a a christmas murder spree like (laughs) the worst christmas eve he's just like breaking into houses there's like a house he breaks into where there's a couple i think she's babysitting and they're like trying to do it on a pool table and there's also a little girl her name is cindy like cindy luhu but way less cute the scene was so upsetting to me i was so fucking pissed off because the babysitter hears like a bell which we know is our killer she has her here's a bell and she's like oh it's the cat you can barely hear this fucking thing they have music going all kinds of shit already and she leaves this guy she ends up getting killed you hear her, like i assume you could hear her screaming right she heard a fucking bell but he doesn't hear shit are you fucking kidding me also this kill though like he is looking so for something to kill with and there is a taxidermied oh terrible terrible but so good yeah there's a taxidermied <laughs> buck mounted on the wall and he just like shoves her through the antlers and just hangs her on it right but before he kills her even So she hears the fucking bell. So, okay, first, we hear carolers outside. They are literally right outside the fucking door. Carolers, okay? She hears the bell. She goes upstairs. She has no fucking shirt on at all. Totally topless. And she's in fucking hoochie shorts, okay? Bitch, there were carolers (laughs) outside a second ago. You're just going to whip the door open and have your titties just fucking, like, seriously? At the front door, it looks like. 
Yes, not the back door, just like where the carolers should be. Just hello, Santa. Like, <laughs> fuck. Santa, baby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I have been caroling and I did not get that greeting. So I feel like <laughs> I was ripped off. It could have had something to do with the fact that I was in a church caroling group and you had to sign up if you wanted to be caroled to, but Oh my god, that's the one where I'm gonna whip the door open and for a bunch of religious people be like, bam. You know, you might some poor boy that is being sexually oppressed by his church is going to remember you forever and he's going to thank you exactly see that's the only boob i got to see because my parents were monitoring my phone and my computer and i couldn't i'll be a savior i will be a savior exactly (laughs) it's funny that you're saying savior about religious people Uh, i thought so too yeah (laughs) yeah it's so funny how every single young female character with the caveat of like one nun, they've had show their tits. Oh yeah. Every single oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> and like the nun, they even like try to age her up, you know, 10 years. So it's like, when I say young, I don't mean like, but literally every single one. And like, yeah. again, some of them for no reason. Yeah. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> so I don't know if this, babysitter like her poor boyfriend though goes upstairs and finds her like I will give him credit though he goes up there to like see if she's okay and he's not just like blowing her off at least Mm -hmm. but he gets got yeah he tries to fight back for a second like I'm proud of him also he gets thrown across the room and he grabs a poker from the fireplace and but it doesn't matter no he gets thrown through a window his name is Tommy okay god 80s names yeah Tommy Tommy like this yes 70s and 80s that makes me think of Carrie Mm -hmm. you know or fucking Halloween yes Uh uh-huh exactly (sighs) so he gets thrown through a window and then Cindy the little girl you're like oh god oh god oh god oh god this there's no way they're gonna kill off this little girl and they don't but he's like have you been good or naughty have you been good or naughty are you sure you've been good and she's like yes Santa and he just gives her the bloody box cutter and you're like cool cool (laughs) right exactly so now she has a utility knife and after that he sees bullies picking on two teenagers and he fucking decapitates one of them oh my god i loved the sled kill so good yeah which i'm totally cool with again kill kill rapists and kill bullies like i mean i guess bullies can like change but these were old like these were like high school senior type bullies at that point you're not changing exactly you're just an asshole like just waiting to be a cop <laughs> just waiting to bully people in their cars later when you pull them over for something stupid <laughs> exactly but yeah i mean like you know bullies in elementary school they have time to change but like at that mm-hmm. point like fine decapitate them whatever <laughs> or they're gonna say that they, they're gonna go to church on sunday and then they're gonna go back on monday and pick on the gay kid right but it was so good because what they were they were bullying these two kids who were playing with sleds and then they ended up stealing the sleds and one of the friends is down at the bottom waiting for the guy on the sled to come down and then the body the decapitated body comes down it was so good so yeah it was it was really good so there he's done this over like a whole night and he's still going into like the next morning the sister margaret figures out that he's just going to go back to the orphanage because that's like his pattern and so they put out that to all the cops in the area and she heads to the orphanage but motherfucking 
this poor priest, first of all, they're going to the orphanage, but there's this cop that's like more near the orphanage than they are. This priest dresses as Santa and goes over to the orphanage on Christmas morning to see all the children. And they just decided to shoot him in the back and kill him without like questioning it. They like, they they yell, but they don't yell loud enough. Like this guy is around kids who are screaming and yelling for Santa yell fucking louder. Also they say he's deaf. I forgot that. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking terrible. That is so fucked up. See, oh, yeah, they were like, I, I know they're good I cops, but to, these are not. I tried to give him a warning shot, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, he's deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, so they killed this this priest in his 50s that was just trying to go see the orphans as Santa. And they don't kill Billy. And so, the, but this cop that accidentally killed this innocent priest is walking around this orphanage before the i think he's the sheriff and sister margaret arrive and they tell all the orphans and the other nuns and mother superior to go inside don't open the door for anyone and they're like we're gonna sing christmas carols blah, blah, blah. so they do that and this other cop is like going around the perimeter you know and he finds this like shed that has this weird basement area well he goes down there to investigate and when he's on his way back up billy fucking axes him so he he's dead which yeah. you should never like come off like he's on his guard and he's terrified the whole time except for like when he investigates the basement and he's like okay it's great and comes back up and he's like oh i'm relieved there's no way he could be here now and he gets axed in the chest and i'm like okay well he could have come yeah. any time you were down there. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, he's getting all prepared. He's like undoing his jacket, like, oh, it's fine now. But I was so sarcastic. I was waiting for him to die because this is also the guy that just killed the fucking priest. Like, fuck him. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And Billy comes and throws the axe into him. And I'm like, God, oh, Billy, now you gotta go down and get your axe. You gotta think it through, man. Well, that's he- all I got. He has more, like, he's a very resourceful killer. I will give him that. Like, he doesn't need, you know, like, all that. He's like, I'll just grab something and I'll just Mm -hmm. just kill with that. Like, whatever. Santa Claus is very resourceful. He has (laughs) a whole bag. He's gotta be. How else do you get all those toys to all those people in one night? Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, now that the cop is dead... He goes basically straight up to the front door of, which I think he does get his axe back, though. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He just has to get out of he just waltzes in. Yeah, well, one of the kids is like, Santa, and lets him in. But you can tell he doesn't really have any intention on killing any of the children. Right. He just really is coming for Mother Superior. And you know that because she's really the one who has continued to perpetuate this good and naughty and also terrorized him as a child Mm -hmm. and continued to dig his trauma deeper and deeper and deeper. So honestly, you know that you're not supposed to be rooting for the killer, but you're like, yeah, fucking axe her in the face. Like, honestly. Hey, I'm just saying, I've been around nuns. I'm sure there are some that could use a good axe in the face. Well, apparently they're all going to heaven. I don't believe that one little bit. That's me neither. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so he comes in and then like he's even like it's kind of he's like, you're okay, little boy. Please go back over there. I'm going to axe the mother superior in the face (laughs) in front of you and traumatize you as well. But it's fine. 
So he came in to kill Mother Superior, but the sheriff and Sister Margaret got there and he gets shot. But like, it's Mother Superior fault that he never got help. You know, like, it's her fault the whole time. I made this note too. He falls over and it's actually kind of sweet because Sister Margaret, even though she knows that he's like got this line of bodies, you can tell she knows that they should feel some sort of responsibility for this and for him, this happening to him because she actually still goes over to him. Mm-hmm. And Billy is dying and says, you're safe now. Santa Claus is gone. And then he dies. And then I was like, okay, but there's still the brother there that has the same amount of trauma. And then I was fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. Because the ax is laying on the ground pointed at his brother. Yeah. And then Ricky slowly looks up at mother superior and, naughty which we didn't talk about but that's what fucking billy says the whole time it's either punish or it's naughty it's fucking hilarious and i love it yeah i loved it oh my god i lived for that yeah i mean and honestly like is this movie like amazing no not no it is not in my opinion i don't know how you feel but like is it like fun uh, yeah honestly so much fun it is i thought it like do i give it a five out of no absolutely not like it, it but the kills are not bad the special effects are not great but they're not terrible like the one that comes to mind is like the girl getting impaled by the buck like it's honestly not too bad like mm-hmm. it's not up there but honestly i thought it was better than like some of the like higher end if you will slashers like some of the more mainstream ones i thought it was better than some of those so agreed like some of the friday the 13th so this actually opened the same weekend as nightmare on elm street and it actually briefly beat nightmare on elm street out in the box office now why i say that it briefly did was because it actually only lasted two weeks in theaters because of protests they had so many protests for this movie because parents didn't want their little one seeing santa as a killer so they killed this movie which is so sad and they started the the thing that they started was citizens against movie madness is what they were called (laughs) so karen's yeah this was shot in herber city utah the toy store is actually still there it has changed businesses it's been a bunch of different things but that storefront is actually still there critics don't like this one well the critics actually liked it more than viewers did now again this is on rotten tomatoes there are not a lot of reviewers that have done this one the critics are at 43% with 23 critics and the audience scores at 39% with almost 9,000. So that's not a ton of, yeah. of ratings there. And it, it's a little low. Now, again, would I say that this is an incredible movie? No, I think that it's probably like kind of writing like a really good two to three. Now, when I say two, I don't mean it's garbage, but like, it's hard to compare it to other threes when I think about some things I've rated a three kind of middle of the road, just as far as like quality goes, but I'd probably say more of like mm-hmm. a closer to a three because it's so fun, but there's not yeah, like a ton of like, it, it is like real dumb sometimes, you know, Like, <laughs> but it's fun. Like it's like you laugh and yeah. if you're a horror fan and want to watch a Christmas movie and you're not like traditionally like a Christmas kind of bitch, like this is definitely one. Now it's, it's not sophisticated at all. It's not, doesn't have a great, 
dialogue really it's but it's funny but not in like a this is so bad like ginger dead man kind of funny it's just right yeah no, I, th- I mean i thought it was good enough it kept me entertained and it's only like an hour and what like 19 minutes it mm-hmm. doesn't even hit that full hour and a half mark so it's not like it knows what it is now exactly the rest of the series i have no idea like it might i have no idea but yeah i thought it was good good enough and it was a lot of fun yeah no i agree i fucking loved this movie i had so much fucking fun with this movie like if it was just me grading my level of how much fun i had five out of five loved it (laughs) oh my god i will watch this movie every single year now but as overall yeah it was probably only about a three maybe a two yeah that's i agree a three for the fun absolutely like you could get a group of friends to watch this and grab popcorn and just go like oh in the face you know it's kind of like yes or like a drinking game every time he goes punish that'd be so good oh my god absolutely it's definitely one of those and it's so like even if you have friends that don't like horror but y'all want to like do something like that this is not scary there's no jump scares really no because they always you always know when he's coming because you hear the jingles on him so mm-hmm. there's no surprises it's a lot of oh, fun yeah. i love this movie well thank you guys for hanging out with us so we start the christmas season so merry christmas or happy holidays or if you don't celebrate and you're just here for the horror reviews around the season we're happy you're here and you can find us on all of our socials everything is the extra sisters podcast except for twitter which is at the extra sisters and if you would like to join our patreon again we have that ginger dead ginger dead man t- i can never say that ginger <laughs> dead man 2 review coming out which that was super weird and interesting. So if you would like to hear that, we actually have a dollar tier and it's on the dollar tier. And so that's over on patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast. So feel free to join our little family over there. And again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And next time this holiday season, the sleigh ride begins until then stay creepy. Naughty.